Hi and assalamu alaikum dear viewers. My name is Furkan Hasifi, one of the Beast for You committee and welcome to our interview session, specially made for our first module, which is on starting a business. I hope that this session with the guest today will benefit everyone in any way possible. We are very grateful to have a guest with us today. We would like to sort of hear from his point of view and experiences on the topic starting a business. So without further ado, I having with me today co-founder for Capedia. He he is also the alumni from University Technology Petronas, Mr. Amiro Azrai. Hi sir, how are you sir? Hello, hi. How are you? I'm good. Uh, and and it is an honor and privilege uh, to be here uh, to share uh, about a topic uh, that was given to me called a starting. Business, so I do hope that um, me being here will be able to, you know, answer some uh, questions that um, eager uh, entrepreneurs, uh, particularly in UTP, uh, uh, to you know to to to, to, uh, to understand or to know more uh, about, uh, about starting up a new business, right? All right. So first of all, I'd like to thank uh, Mr. Amiro for your time. Uh, before we start with the question, do you mind introduce yourself first, sir? All right. Sure. Uh, so um, my name is Amiro Azra Ibn Mustaza. Uh, so in the context of um, this interview um, session, uh, like uh, like what Rashidan has uh, introduced me earlier, I was an uh, UTP alumni. Uh, graduated in mechanical engineering back in 2009. Um, of which, uh, after that, I you know um, I spent the last um, 12 years you know uh, in several jobs. But at the same time, also um, the past I would say since 2015, uh, building um, my, my current business startup called. Uh, Carpedia. Yes. Okay. All right. So we shall start with the questions. So, uh, for those who doesn't know what Carpedia is all about, um, do you mind do a bit of introduction on what on what Carpedia is all about and what does it do? Okay. Sure. So basically, um, um, I, I would I would um, I would start by giving the introduction of uh, what is Carpedia and what does uh, we do? Okay, so basically, um, Carpedia um, started uh, as a small business uh, that is basically a traditional car rental business. You know, so uh, back then uh, in 2000, I think uh, I, I will go uh, a bit uh, throwback a bit uh, even before Carpedia was founded uh, back in 2013, uh, Q4 2013. Uh, two of the, I mean, one, uh, two of the co-founders, you know, they formed uh, a car rental business called uh, RH, RH Renica, uh, whereby they, they, they do car rental business in uh, one of the university in uh, Selangor, right? So after a year, they say profit, uh, Good profit uh, from from this business, and they they want to to expand more, but they do not have uh, idea uh, how to go about it, and they need uh, they want to do more. Uh, you know, uh, having having uh, another partner that could provide uh, insights on on how to go about it in terms of uh, continue building the business. So uh, back then in 2014, I just came back uh, from London after completing my MBA. So they, they approached me uh, and asked me whether I would join Carpedia. Uh, so I, I say yes to that. And I think Carpedia was born in February 2015 uh, with the idea uh, to, pro uh, to be a better, back then, uh, to be a better uh, Car rental, traditional car rental uh, company uh, in in Klang Valley. So what was started as a car rental business has uh, over the past six years, uh, I think, transformed to become a platform 
uh, that connects um, what we call uh, kahus, you know, individual with uh, cars, uh, and as well um, job seekers who are mainly uh, fresh graduates, uh, as well as you know we connect them. Uh, sorry, we connect them uh, on our platform. So basically, we allow our car hosts to earn uh, extra income while at the same time renting out the, the cars to the job seekers. And this this got uh, this uh, job seekers who who, who who comes on board of our platform will be doing gig jobs. Whereby uh, the gig jobs are basically we are the one who who are currently helping them basically source for for the gig uh, for the kind of gig jobs so basically the gig jobs that we are currently uh, having on our platforms vary from um, food delivery parcel delivery e-hailing as well as um, doing car wrapping advertisement on the car that uh, you know that they are renting up so this is how they uh, earn income so in short basically Capedia who started as well, I mean Capedia that is started that was started as a traditional car rental business has uh, at least I would say pivoted two times uh, from a traditional car rental business uh, to, to a fleet company uh, that served e-hailing company back in 2016-2017 and then I think uh, last year due to pandemic we pivoted again to become a company that that connects um, at least three people. Uh, I would say three parties: Pinkahos, uh, job seekers, as well as uh, merchants. That enable uh, all three people, all three parties, uh, to to earn income, right? And by providing, um, you know. Uh, a solution <coughs> that connects um, that that connects between um, job seekers and also uh, the the merchants. I mean the, the the companies that require that have big jobs. So this uh, company uh, will come to us uh, requesting for um, requesting for people to to do uh, some kind of uh, delivery jobs. And this is where we connect them with uh, our drivers who are, who are currently renting out uh, cars with us. So basically, that's what uh, we do uh, currently. All right. So, right. so uh, for those who wanted to maybe probably wanted to start a business, but having problem in terms of ideation of the business, how do you think, how do we get uh, the concept or ideas on starting a business okay uh, taking uh, i mean um, uh, taking my experience uh, talking about by my experience uh, myself i think uh, the basic thing about um, starting up a business on getting the ideas and whatnot um, is about um, your ability Again, you know, business is about what I, I mean. I I go to the basic, uh, the practical way, uh, and and try to explain it in a layman term, a layman term about what is business. I think business is um, based on my understanding. Business is you know your ability, you know, to buy something, uh, or, or to sorry, your ability to produce or to offer uh, a product or, or a service that uh, is. Uh, that is more, uh, I would say, uh, it, that is higher than the cost than the cost price, right? Because that is where you make uh, and the different uh, what we call um, um, profit. Um, I mean, uh, profit margin is where you you make money, right? Where where you make um, I mean your your, your business uh, start earning. So basically, the idea is uh, in starting up a business, you need to. Uh, I mean, find opportunities that will allow you uh, either to buy some some products and sell it higher, uh, or you can also use your uh, own technical uh, capability or your technical ability uh, to offer the service to the uh, 
the marketplace. Um, so basically, uh, what I would say, um, how we can then, uh, so having that as a context, uh, to answer this question, um, in order to get the concept or idea to start a business, I think what you need to understand is uh, what problems that you are trying to uh, solve, right? So, for example, if I can give context, further context into this, um, I've been doing at least uh, several business, which I, I can explain a bit one by one. Uh, so, for example, when I was in UTP, uh, I was uh, selling um, t-shirts, right? Because back then I realized that, you know, um, the, the people or the company that come and sell their t-shirts uh, in the inside UTP, I mean, the design, the design was um, pretty bad, but again, they, they still able to sell it, right? So I was like, hey, this is a good problem to solve, you know, because um, although I personally um, I, I do not have the, uh, I mean, the skill uh, and uh, an artistic person, I myself not an artistic person, but my ability is to think, hey, this is where um, we, I can do something about it, right? I can um, find a good designer. I can source for uh, company or printing company that can uh, print t-shirt at reasonable cost and then I can then package it and, and give a brand to, to my t-shirt and sell it to UTP at again affordable uh, affordable price that is competitive with the, the current uh, t-shirts that are being sold in UTP. So that's my ability, I mean, to, to, to see one problem and, and to see how can I, I, I can um, put something better. So, um, to generate ideas is always about what problems you can solve by addressing the issue or by innovating uh, something and make it better. So, that's what um, uh, a good, I think, a good sustainable business uh, will do or, or can do. You know, in starting up a business, it's about finding uh, a solution to a problem and offer it uh, to the target market. Uh, at certain at certain price, oh, and, so. yeah, and, and and if I can further add, and and uh, again, this is where again, um, Capedia. I mean, just to, to further add uh, in the context of Capedia, uh, we came to the so-called traditional car rental business because we realized that um, traditional car rental business. Uh, has a lot of uh, small, uh, very segmented, very uh, very scattered, you know, uh, small players. And these small players normally operating at individual, I mean, uh, as, individ as an individual, rather than having a corporate or, or business structure to it. So what we are trying to do back then is to, you know, become like, you know, uh, at the middle. We, what we, we are trying to position ourselves the middle uh, between um, so many uh, small fragmented uh, traditional car rental business as com and 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 um, uh, and also uh, the top ones that you know has everything well structured so we, we try to come in between right? mm. uh, but then um, again that is where I think about ideas and and, and uh, ideas where we we saw again uh, opportunities after opportunities and that's why we pivoted at least twice. You know, first when back in 2016-17, our government announced that um, that uh, Malaysia government is um, uh, sorry, the word is Malaysia government is uh, regulating e-hailing industry, uh, which by allowing people to do e-hailing. So uh, we quickly saw opportunity that hey, why don't we serve this industry? You know, because people need cars and then uh, in order to do e-hailing it can be individual cars or companies cars so this is where also we realize another problem that would be a, a good problem to solve is that there are a lot of people having uh, additional cars there's also people who wants to find um, a simple low risk uh, investment so these are also the people who is our target market whereby we we get them to put to buy new cars and put it them with us so in capita when we begin 
serving the e-healing industry, we are solving two problems. We are solving problems of people with additional costs, uh, as well as people with uh, loan cap uh, with capacity to make loans and put uh, to buy new cars and put the cars with us. That's that's the first tar uh, target market, and the second one is um, uh, job seekers. You know, uh, who wants to find uh, a way to earn income? Because uh, if you compare with other traditional way of getting jobs, you know, uh, working in retail also require you to filling up forms, and you know, um, not necessarily you will be able to become uh, the retail assistant. Or if you want to find jobs in restaurant, again, you need to fill up some forms, and again, you will be selected. But uh, all you need to be involved in gig job is you just need um, a license, uh, and also. Uh, the car, that is where we are providing the car, and also um, no, 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 no uh, criminal records, which I think it applies to, to any other industry as well. So this is where uh, we, we saw the opportunity and this is what uh, the ideas back then, before we, we, we jump into the business and then we continue to also further pivot again, uh, talking about business idea and whatnot. Back in uh, back in 2020 last year, um, again because we already in the business, we already uh, we have about, uh, about 60 cars, uh, 60 fleet uh, last year. Uh, what we saw opportunity is that during MCO, you know, because uh, because, people cannot, uh, because people have to stay at home, uh, we saw opportunity to serve the delivery uh, industry, you know, uh, either food delivery or, or uh, food delivery or grocery delivery or parcel delivery. So again, that is where we continue to uh, innovate uh, in terms of um, uh, extending uh, or improvising our services, uh, of uh, our service offerings. So talking about ideas, I think uh, in, to sum up, you, you, I think you should start uh, you should start small, I believe in starting small uh, and lean uh, and once you are in the business, you will see more opportunities but then it is important to stay focused uh, and you know, um, I would say grow uh, organically until you have, you know, build solid and core foundation. Okay. All right. So I do agree with you on the problem identification. Uh, I believe it's not just applied in businesses. It's also applied in any project that we trying to do. Yes. We should we should start with problem identification and then only we come up with the proper solution for that. And hopefully we can make money out of it. Yes. Uh, for the next question, the third question will be, what are the values that a person should have to start a business? Uh, I think um, back then, okay. I mean, I, again, I would I would just share some some thoughts um, about this. Um, back then, I think back back then, uh, I was thinking that you know to start a business, you you must uh, have love uh, for money because that was that that what I was you know back then. I have the love for money, so you know my my mind always. You know, always try to be creative in terms of how I can uh, earn um, additional income or extra money. Uh, but as I go along with, I mean, as I progress uh, in my business and startup, I think um, the character that, you know, uh, when you want to start any business, I think uh, the character or value that you, know, you need to have is that um i think you need more than just one character or value so i will just list based on my experience um i think um one like like we we, we discussed just now um as a person uh or, or as a group of partners uh you need to have the character of helping uh making uh, a better world or, or in other words, you know, a better world meaning you are trying to solve uh, certain problems in the community. Uh, that's number one. And then, uh, other than that, I 
is about then um, your uh, ability to, I think, um, to endure the challenges of the business. Because I think in business, there's a lot of uh, ups and downs. Uh, so your ability and perseverance, I would say perseverance, if you would, uh, to, to stay through what you are trying to achieve uh, is important, uh, especially during the challenging times. You know, because when we are in good, when, when any business are in good times, you know, um, we don't have any issue in making the right judgment. But uh, when business are, are, are bad, you know, you, you tend to make a uh, decision that is rather short term rather than long term. So I think uh, perseverance and, and, and having a, a longer vision is important. Uh, and then I think uh, also in starting a business and grow them, I think um, the ability um, to the, the, the character that, that is needed is um, how you want to uh, structure your business. I think it's important because if you just uh, do business for the sake of uh, earning money for your own self, then I don't see much, you know, much, um, I don't see much, uh, the word? I don't see much, uh, much challenges or, or much uh, effort needs to be put in because um, running business alone is more just about you earning for yourself but you can never um, um, start and grow the business if you are alone so ability to uh, put a structure into your business and, 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 and build a team, I think that's also a character that is needed in you or in your partners. Um, so basically, um, and then in other words, uh, the way I see it, uh, business, there are two other things that are also important. Uh, and, and, and how I can relate to this is that uh, based on my experience in uh, building business, starting and building a business, there are two things that is uh, hard uh, to manage so far. Uh, one is uh, in terms of uh, capital. How do you get capital? How you make the most of your capital? Uh, what you do, what can you do if you run out of capital? And secondly, in terms of how, how you build a team, how you uh, hire your first, uh, you know, your, your, your first team members, how then you uh, grow your team members. So I think uh, to start a business, either you yourself, individual, or a group of partners, um, must have um, some sense of uh, money on, on the financial side and also on, on people in terms of um, building a team. So I think that's what uh, is needed uh, to uh, start a business. All right, sir. Okay. Now let's talk about the challenges uh, that probably new business will start, uh, new business starter will face. Uh, yeah. What are the typical challenges that new business starter will face, and how do we overcome that? The challenges. Um, I think any new businesses um, will encounter. I mean, if you have, if you have never done the business or even you have you have done certain business you know the challenges that that will come you know throughout the period of time um, will be uh, different from time to time um, again um, um, I think uh, for example no, no one uh, ever expected that you know pandemic will cause us so much trouble right um, you know 2020 started good the pandemic wipe off uh, all our our lives and hopes. Uh, so I think in terms of uh, talking about about uh, typical challenges is that uh, one 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 thing that I realized that we can plan, uh, but 
as we move, move along, we will face certain obstacles. I think it is important to um, understand what's the obstacle, what's the issues and, and, and situation, challenges, um, which means acknowledging the issues and then and then, and then find ways uh, and and when i say find ways is about find um it can be you know traditional or creative solutions that can over, overcome the, the, the challenges um and then again uh talking about what are the typical challenges uh i relate back to what i just mentioned just now it will be normally uh, around two things um about about people uh and about money capital so uh these are uh, these these two things are the typical challenges that you will face um, throughout your um, business. I mean, business phase, either when you are starting up, or when you are uh, growing, or when you are scaling up, or when even when you have stabilized. Um, so uh, the challenges uh, when it comes to this matter, um, how you can overcome it, um, honestly. In terms of capital, I think you need to have uh, one person who is capable enough uh, to handle your financial uh, situation at the at that particular phase of your business. So, to give example, uh, for the past few years, when we when we uh, starting uh, when when we started Capedia. Until it grows to certain, um, certain, 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 certain uh, period of time, uh, certain state uh, of the business, uh, I was the one who's uh, looking after our financial side of it, uh, given my experience handling my previous business, uh, and maybe couple a bit with my, you know, uh, MBA, and uh, say business a bit business acumen. Um, I was the one driving our financial fun our, our finance function uh, function for Capedia. But uh, last year, uh, when we uh, received our seed investment from uh, through equity crowdfunding, and and even before that, I realized that you know uh, my knowledge uh, and my experience in terms of uh, managing the finance. Uh, I mean, finance function of Capedia um, is already uh, is already plat. Uh, I would say it's already. You know, I, I do not know what else to do. So I think it is important as the business leaders, uh, as a business leader, to acknowledge that. So that is what uh, I did last year. I acknowledge that. You know, I I do not know uh, what else can I do. Yeah. So what we did, uh, we searched for more capable people uh, to. And uh, our, I mean, the recent finance function of our business. Uh, and this is when uh, we onboard, uh, I mean, a very experienced lady uh, to provide uh, quite more uh, hands-on experience in managing our finance function. Uh, but I am still there to provide some uh, leadership in terms of how we can go about it and so that is <coughs> that is what um that's what uh, i do yeah, sorry that's what i did uh, in terms of uh, overcome, uh what are the challenges and how do i overcome that and then <coughs> secondly i think you will also face uh, challenges in terms of um, getting the right people uh, to come in and then to retain them uh, so I think in any business, that will be a sure problems even even for a big business because again you know how how can you how can how how would you um, retain the youngsters nowadays you know although I I am just thirty five I think the generation gap that 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 I have with people of your age you know the one who is interviewing me is 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 already far enough you know uh, so the challenge is that how you can how can you hire people then how can you retain them and more important how can you make these people believe uh, in your um, in your dreams right so so if you ask me that is the, the challenge because in building business in, in starting and building a business it is always about 
turning your crazy ideas or turning your crazy dreams into other people's dreams. So um, it, it, it requires a lot of convincing, it requires a lot of uh, creative approach, uh, and it is also uh, require a lot about, uh, um, I would say, uh, selling selling dreams to them. So so yeah so so that's what we did because you know when we when when we first started um, uh, for the first two years we only have one 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 employee because we were scared to uh, uh, grow uh, that's one but we we also do not have uh, capital so uh, that's the that's the typical challenges that you would have uh, in starting and growing a business uh, you you want to grow but you don't have uh, people but in order to have people, you need uh, uh, capital, you know, to pay them. So it's always about people and uh, people and capital, people and money, right? Uh, so in short, those are the typical um, challenges. But other than that, I think once you are in the business, also uh, another challenge is that you find too many opportunities that you think that, hey, I can do that. Uh, why, why, why shouldn't I, right? So that is also another challenges that many business people uh, face that um, they can't stay focused on doing one thing. So uh, I think it is also important. Uh, it doesn't sound like a challenge, but uh, to be honest with you, uh, in my six years building Carpedia, I think um, that is also a real challenge to stay focused in uh, in in doing what you want to do. Uh, because once you are in the business, you will see more opportunities coming in. So it is about um, evaluating uh, whether the business is, the, the opportunity is good enough for you to pursue, but also acknowledging the resources and capacity that you have, right? So, so, um, so those are, are the challenges that um, so far that uh, I have encountered and I have uh, I have uh, overcome. Okay. All right. So, All right. so for me personally, uh, mm. for me the challenges are not just trying to make the business uh, big, but also to sustain the business. That's that's important point for me yeah. to to sustain the business. So it brings me to the next question: How yeah. to make a proper plan for long term business growth? How to make a proper plan for a long-term business growth? Um, uh, that's a tough question, actually. Uh, but I think uh, in the current world that we are living, um, you cannot have. Um, and this might disappoint you, or this might disappoint the the, the audience who's uh, listening to this. But um, I don't think it is possible to have a long-term plan. Uh, longer than one year. So what you can have is a vision, five years vision or ten years vision of what you want to be as a company. What 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 sort of company you want to be? But to have a detailed plan that will, you know, that will span of five years, I don't think is uh, possible uh, because. Um, uh, this might be again sounds anti-climax or, or that, that doesn't really um, uh, um, uh, answer your 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 questions uh, your questions. But I think um, in terms of supporting business growth, I think the key is to have vision, long-term vision rather than long-term plan. Long-term vision of what you want to be in the next five years. Be clear about that because by by being clear about the vision. Of the next five years or, or the next seven years uh, and then it will be easier for you to start uh, having a plan a, a short term uh, or mid medium term plan right um, and and just to give more context to this for example um, we as a company Capedia, uh, we have a, a vision uh, to be a public listed company uh, not at uh, at uh, on East Market, you know, uh, it is not uh, on the main board. It 
is on the second board called East Market. So we have a vision of becoming uh, a public listed company uh, in in two thousand in another seven years, five to seven years from now, right? So that's that's the 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 the, the, the long term uh, uh, I would say vision, um, long term plan, but not not much of plan, but but just a vision of what will to be. So, uh, and and in order to achieve that, uh, you know, we need ha uh, to have uh, small plans. Um, I mean, short term plans, uh, year to year, how we want to achieve that. So again, it is about having long term vision, and then you 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 cut it into uh, more, uh, I would say, uh, achievable plans. You know, year on year. In terms of uh, what you need, what you need to to do and achieve, uh, in terms of supporting that, achieving that vision. So, for example, I think it will be easier if I can give context. Um, in order uh, to become like a public listed company on East Market, um, you need to uh, achieve a certain uh, revenue. And in order to achieve certain revenue, then you need to know how to achieve that revenue right? so this is where then again we, we started uh, we, we start to have our our plan in terms of how we want to uh, grow this revenue so this is where we started to uh, to you know further cut it down in terms of what will contribute to the revenue uh, i mean um, what are the core revenue and what are the uh, i would say secondary and auxiliary uh, revenue um, and then, in terms of ensure that, um, terms of ensure that um, we can have the growth uh, and a sustainable one, it is also about ensuring that you know uh, we have enough capital throughout that whatever plan that we have to ensure that we can support the growth. So, um, in short, I think it is important uh, as the founder. Or a group of co-founders to have the long-term vision, but also cut it, you know, and put it in a smaller plans, you know, uh, and attach to it, uh, attach uh, whatever the revenue that that could be generated from there, and then um, work backward in terms of how you achieve that from today. Uh, so, for example, again, um, like Capedia. Uh, we already have like uh, I would say call um, rather than I would call it a plan. We we have a roadmap of what we want to achieve in the next seven years uh, from multiple aspects. Uh, for example, in terms of uh, our products offerings, uh, in terms of uh, in terms of uh, our own uh, technology capabilities to support that. Uh, in terms of um, what else? In terms of uh, what what are the things that we are doing good today that we can uh, further uh, amplify in terms of making the revenue more, you know, uh, I mean, uh, higher revenue or, or, or higher profit margin, uh, and also to introduce any other products offering that can allow us to have multiple incomes. Um, what what else? Um, and also, what 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 is needed in terms of uh, what else is needed in terms of uh, supporting that is again definitely another uh, two things that I mentioned: people and capital. So from we we also lay out what what we need to do in terms of uh, bringing uh, people the best talent at the at certain phase of time, as well as uh, bringing uh, enough capital. Uh, again, at the right uh, phase of, of of this plan or, or, or of this uh, roadmap. So that's how uh, I see it. All right. So, uh, do you mind uh, sharing on what you and Carpedia team applied in terms of uh, business growth strategy? Just now you mentioned about roadmap, I believe. So, do you mind talk more on that? the strategies and uh, what are things that you apply uh, you and your team all right uh ken um so um what i can 
do um, is that um, to give some context while talking. Um, basically, I'll be I'll be sharing this, which will helps us to further uh, understand what we are doing. So I think um, we have four strategy that we have outlined uh, in terms of uh, giving, in terms of uh, to support our growth strategy. So I think it's about um, one market expansion. We want to grow our fleet size uh, to to onboard uh, and to have three thousand cars in uh, in in our fleet uh, because you know um, our current main uh, main revenue uh, is deriving from uh, still the cars that we rent out to people. So by onboarding and growing our fleet size uh, to certain numbers, we will achieve uh, the skill of economy uh, and also to revenue our uh, to to grow our revenue. And then I think um, strategy number two, uh, because you know uh, we can increase, we may we may able to increase our fleet um, easily, hopefully. Uh, but then how then we ensure that, you know, we can uh, run it up uh, uh, at a sustainable manner that people will want to uh, rent the car from us. So there comes strategy number two, that we need to continue to work and collaborate with a lot of people, a lot of partners and merchants to ensure that we can increase uh, volumes of gig jobs that we can supply to this driver. because. That's how. That's what makes us different from uh, typical uh, car rental business, right? I mean, car rental business will just rent out the cars without thinking how then you know they can rent out the cars to to others and make this a sustainable business. But for us, how we want to make it sustainable is that we ensure that these people come, they can rent and pay the rental uh, to us. And what we did on our side is to ensure that we can uh, give them access to uh, possible uh, gig jobs, right? So basically, that's how we the strategy number two. And I think uh, strategy number three is more on uh, technical development. Um, in order to scale up, uh, we uh, need to ensure that we have the ability to uh, simplify processes. Uh, we need to have the ability to capture data and we need to uh, have the ability to um, again, uh, I mean, offer, I would say, seamless experience to all our stakeholders, namely our car hosts, our, our gig workers, as well as our merchants. So uh, it's about to automate our back-end process, which is what we are currently doing. So we are in the phase of uh, digitalizing our backend and also transitioning from doing things the, in, in traditional fashion uh, to relying on systems. Right? And then secondly, we are also uh, by now are more clear in terms of uh, the kind of apps that we want to develop. Right? And then lastly, I think, uh, again, this doesn't uh, go far away from what I have mentioned about people. In order to uh, develop and grow uh, our business, we need to continue to hire good talents to be on board uh, doing the right thing uh, at the right uh, place at the right time. Uh, so, and then at the same time, once we have people on board, we need to ensure you know we keep we we keep on uh, I would say build their capability because. If you have more capable uh, talents uh, in your company, these uh, capable talents will uh, take care of your company and grow uh, the business for you. So that's, uh, I mean, four our four of uh, four strategies that we have uh, to, I mean, achieve our our five to seven years. Uh, I would say roadmap. Okay. All right. Now, right. Uh, just now you mentioned quite a few times about business capital, right? Sorry? Uh, so, uh, you mentioned quite many times on business capital. Yep. Yeah. So, my next question is, what is the right way to plan a business capital? And how do we raise funds for it? 
Okay, um, again, I can relate and I'll share my experience. Uh, when we first started our business, um, we pool uh, our own money. So we started uh, our business uh, with only uh, a total of 5,000 ringgit uh, from uh, three partners. So not 5,000 each, eh? uh, a total of 5,000 uh, from three of us. Uh, that is when that is the money that we used to uh, pay uh, for our first hire. Uh, and then I think uh, once, uh, uh, one year after that, uh, we inject another uh, 15,000 uh, from the, again, from the three of us, which means that each one, each one of us put uh, 5,000 each, making it a total of 20,000 uh, ringgit altogether that we invested in Capedia using our own money. So uh, in terms of planning a business capital, I think the challenge is uh, always um, how much do you put into your business uh, and then uh, how much you can put effort in terms of doing it on your own and then start to hire the first hire and to ensure that how can this first hire start to generate more income for you, right? Um, that is what we, we did back then when we first started. Uh, and then as we grew, uh, um, I think in terms of uh, planning a business capital, again, it is about, um, I would say, um, how much you wish to achieve in terms of, uh, I would say, revenue and also growth, you know. So when I say growth, it doesn't necessarily mean to be revenue and profitability. Uh, so um, that is where you need to start planning how you can uh, allocate this capital. Uh, because, for example, like us, we are quite clear now, the capital will be allocated to developing technology, hiring people, uh, and also um, um, uh, spending it in terms of uh, uh, doing a lot of uh, marketing uh, and business development activities. And then, um, by having, um, I think, a sound, uh, a sound uh, finance uh, professional, it can help you to uh, really put a plan into your business capital in terms of at least, for example, uh, at least for one year. Uh, and, and from there, you need to start executing um, the, the, the plan accordingly. And then as you go along, uh, tweak them uh, as and when you find it necessary. As well, uh, and then as for the how how to raise fund, I think what we did back then, uh, first we use our own money, uh, something that we could afford to lose, uh, and then after that uh, we we realized that um, we could uh, we could grow more because we see potential in growing more and, and getting more, you know, uh, I mean, uh, market share. So what we did, uh, we also pull money from our family and friends uh, by offering something back to them um, should uh, the business uh, prosper. Uh, so I can probably say that, you know, the money that we pull from family and friends uh since uh 2006 2015 2016 i think we have pulled um more than 200k and most of them are already uh, paid off uh except for one uh one uh, friend that we borrowed money uh sometime uh, back in 2020 which um, you know we have uh, a repayment with him uh, another I think one and a half year to go right and then uh, we also then realized that hey I mean um, uh, we 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 then also we also then talk to uh, uh, say uh, an investment uh, consultant I would say uh, and then um, from there uh, the person helped us to realize that hey 
we have uh, a serious deal here. We have a, a business that could <coughs> potentially grow further. So why don't we raise uh, money um, through different channels or different ways? Uh, and that is when we decided to go through uh, equity crowdfunding route, whereby we uh, liquidate some portion of our shares uh, uh, in uh, in return of getting the capital. So basically, um, uh, by doing so, we can uh, generate more capital to be injected into the business to support our business growth without having to, you know, uh, to pick up loans or, or, or business loans. So uh, that's how we did so far. So in short, uh, I think we have done at least um, three or four. Okay, we, we have done our uh, raise capital through our own pocket money, through family and friends, to equity crowdfunding. And last year we took advantage of the lower interest rate uh, given by the uh, government through banks. You know, uh, of which we also, you know, uh, jump in and and uh, get uh, business loans. And lastly, uh, uh, before I forget, we also got um, you know selected for what it is called a matching grant. So although it is not getting uh, capital uh, per se, but you know, matching grants allow you uh, to embark on something uh, and. Um, like what we did, we embark on digital uh, technology adoption through matching grants. So we are one of the selected company uh, getting a matching grant from the government through one government agency uh, to, I mean, to, I mean, to digitalize our back-end process that I mentioned to you earlier. So what, 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 what this matching grant did is that uh, we, we, we need to pay. Uh, a consultant, uh, I mean, to, to help us in digitalizing our uh, back-end process. So the cost, for example, let's say uh, 200K. So what government did uh, with this matching grant is that the 100K will come from them, while we also need to fork out the another 100K. That was, that's what it means by matching grant in general. So there are five ways. If I can, if I need to recap from our own pocket money, family and friends, um, from equity crowdfunding, uh, from uh, business loans, uh, sorry, from uh, yeah, from 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 loans, and also from matching grants. Okay. Okay. Right. And now uh, the eighth question. Uh, due to this pandemic, I believe that there are so many businesses that are affected. So, what are the approach uh, to make uh, the business run smoothly? due to this pandemic? Uh, yes, I think uh, pandemic um, uh, has been, uh, you know, uh, early, I mean, has impacted um, many businesses uh, and also individual uh, and Kapija is not spared uh, from it. Uh, so uh, basically, um, the severity uh, is not that severe as compared to some businesses that were badly impacted, like uh, tourism or airlines. But definitely, we are we we were also impacted uh, to a certain extent because you know people who drive ran out the cars from us. Basically, they are doing mostly back then e-healing, right? But when government asks everyone to stay at home and and, and not allowing people to go out from from, from the house uh, that definitely put uh, inhaling to you know uh, I would say doomsday. But what we did uh, back then, we quickly um, you know uh, ride on the uh, wave of uh, groceries delivery, parcel delivery, and also uh, food delivery. You know, so so uh, I think. If you're asking me about the approach um, in terms of to, to, to help smoothen, uh, uh, in smoothen the, uh, the, the way um, that we have to 
that we encounter during pandemic um, and I won't limit it to just pandemic I would say a approach that you have to use when you are when you encounter any uh, challenges is to think through what uh, what resources do you have uh, and how to make the most of these resources uh, based on the changing external uh, environment or external factors uh, and then to quickly uh, uh, I mean reinvent and innovate your business to, to write on that right but a better way uh, of doing so is actually uh, what we learn from pandemic is to learn <coughs> um, is to identify what are the potential uh, business risks that could put out uh, that could put us out of business you know so that's what the that's the thinking that we have now always think about what are the business risks that could put us out of business and what are the 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 the, the things that we do uh, to ensure that you know business won't uh, you know business won't uh, in business are there to stay yeah. so so the approach is basically to acknowledge the issue and and to put uh, some uh, minds into thinking what are the things that we can do based on the resources uh, capacity and capital that we have uh, in terms of uh, reacting uh, to the external factors so that's what we did uh, back then uh, during pandemic which i think is a blessing in disguise because um, it allows us to further um, uh, improve uh, and uh, challenge ourselves to, to grow uh, and uh, I would say to grow our our revenue stream uh, doing something that we never uh, expect that uh, we never expect we can do it right so so that's how we that's how pandemic has uh, has impacted us which I think in a good way okay <clears throat> all right sir. Uh, so the last question is a bit different uh, do you mind explaining the process of uh, Suruhan Jaya Syarikat Malaysia SSM related for a new business okay um, um, uh, I'm not an expert on this but I will just share what I know um, I think when you want to start a business um, uh, government Malaysia through um, uh, I mean um, Malaysia government through SSM uh, Malaysia Malaysia has been uh, you know uh, very supportive um, in, in encouraging uh, people to start business uh, so um, in terms of the process uh, when you want to start a business <coughs> you should register your business um, the simplest form of registering your business is enterprise uh, and I need to understand that as a student you can register it FOC but if you are not a student I think it will cost you less than 100 ringgit to register uh, as enterprise um, and then as your business grow or, or if you are more certain about your business uh, you can also register what it is called uh, permod permodalan liability terhad uh, also known as PLT um, and then uh, again if you are even more certain uh, with the business that you are in uh, you can also straight away register to uh, Sendirian Berhad uh, which is what we did with Kapidia uh, back then in 2015 but prior to Kapidia uh, the business that my partners registered when they are doing business at university is just an enterprise so um, in, uh, once you have registered your uh, business entity giving a name to it uh, uh, having uh, what I would say um, uh, a partnership because enterprise for example enterprise it can be sole proprietorship or can be a partnership so um, if you have more than uh, one person for enterprise it will call a partnership you can have two or three 
but there's a limit to how many partners that you can have uh, that um, that one I think you can easily find it by checking on SSM website so um, so you, you you come and register and have your partners uh, details also registered uh, the same goes for PLT and Senior Berhad you know you come in uh, and register your uh, nature of business um, uh, how much is your I mean uh, how much is uh, the I would say the the, the equity uh, or, or, or the, the stakes owned by each partner uh, and then uh, once you have the business uh, once you have the business registered and then you can um, uh, use that registration uh, uh, to open and, and set up uh, your current account of your, your business and then I think um, as you go along I think there's a lot of things um, that you will have to I mean you have to deal with um, um, that is related to um, you know uh, SSM uh, in terms of um, filing up your 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 your, your uh, annual annual return uh, annual report you know about your how much you make uh, for the business uh, throughout the year and whatnot so um, to register a new business I think it's pretty easy you can do it on your own but it depends on how serious you are in handling uh, or, or in terms of taking your business to the next level. Uh, I think it is important for you to get advice from the right people, uh, which what we did uh, after our first or second year is to engage with a company uh, secretary where we outsource all the SM related staff to this appointed company secretary, be paying them at uh, this certain amount of uh, fees, retainer fees we call it, uh, which I think is affordable and allow us to, you know, to, to take out uh, this uh, administrative uh, uh, and compliance part of business uh, out of, from us because we are definitely not the expert of it. Uh, and also, uh, just, just to touch on this, although it might not, um, you know, related to the question, we also, we then also uh, because somehow it is uh, related to certain extent that we need to file certain information back to SSM from year to year in terms of uh, revenue and profit that we make. Uh, we also engage uh, with uh, external, uh, I would say, uh, accountant that help us to, you know, uh, do the necessary uh, 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 full year audit and then help us filing, uh, filing uh, our uh, information to SSM year in year out for every year. So um, in short, uh, that's the basic stuff that you um, that you can get. Uh, I mean that that you need to know about uh, about SS, SSM related stuff. But uh, at the end of the day, I think if you are still small, um, best is for you to outsource to uh, a certified. Uh, uh, company secretary, right? So that's my my, my answer for this. All right. Uh, so last but not least, uh, before we end our interview session, yeah. so I'd like to ask you about your hope and expectation on this for you on our project. Sorry. Your hope and expectation on this for you our project. Your, okay, um, my hope and expectation, uh, I mean, I think you, uh, all of you are doing something great uh, to allow people to, to you know, to their, um, uh, adopt business and, 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 and I think uh, creating awareness and, and spread, spread the, the awareness about uh, business and entrepreneurship. So, uh, my hope that, you know, this is something that you can take on as a project. Uh, but uh, uh, the keyword is sustainable. How then you know it can be passed down, and you can continue to um, you know to reach out to a larger group of people. Because what I wish uh, I would have uh, back then is the access to uh, uh, people who could you know share their experience, 
and also with, uh, more than that is to give me some sort of guidance and mentorship in terms of how to go about doing things, right? Because the, um, um, what you need is just some guideline in terms of doing business because you on your own, um, you know, you, you know your business better than someone, but someone who comes uh, as an outsider will be able to give you uh, guidance. So that's what I hope, uh, you know, from this uh, this for you project that this will allow um, um, awareness uh, being spread uh, to, to your target group people. Right? And allow them to become, you know, to, to, to to be a to build a business that is sustainable, then that would um, uh, create more jobs for the future generation. Right. So, so that's my my hope from this. Thank you very much, sir. All right. So, with that, uh, that is the end of our session. Again, I hope that this session with Mr. Amirul today will give a bit of insight to all the viewers on starting a business because of the outcome uh, for today, definitely based on his experiences. Thank you very much, Mr. Amirul, for your time. I represent all uh, the committees of this for you. Truly appreciate the sharing from you, to, from you today. And thank you very much to all viewers for watching. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye.